This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, I'm Eric Nordoff, and this is another episode of Courage Cast. Those of you that are part of our courageous community already, I want to welcome you and thank you for being a part of our group on Facebook. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to courageouscommunity.com and go ahead and click on the link for that community group on Facebook, and you can join the conversation. We talk about each episode here. We talk and share about what courageous things uh, others are doing and encourage one another in that. Also, uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and pick up your free download of Who I Am in Christ, and that's available also on CourageousCommunity.com when you share with us your email, your first and last name as well, and we'll send you the one-hour free download of uh, who I am in Christ, and really just takes God's word and the truth in Scripture about who you are and what he says about you. Hope you enjoy that, and that would be a resource for you as you grow in your walk with the Lord and and find courage in him. All right, well, I recorded yesterday an episode called I Am Third, and after I recorded that, I thought, you know, I have some further thoughts about this, and I'm starting to see how it applies in my life. So I want to relate a p- practical story to you about something that's currently happening in my life, and hopefully it'll be an encouragement to you. So here's my personal example. I was talking to my son yesterday morning on the way to school. I drive my boys. I drive with my boys. My 16-year-old drives us to school. Uh, and uh, that's been fun and fun adventure to go on. But um, my 16-year-old son was explaining to me why he didn't want to go to youth group that night at church. He doesn't want to go because he already goes to a private Christian school every day, and he basically gets a daily youth group when he goes to this private Christian school. I can understand that. He has sports, or he's got music lessons after school also, and he just wants a night to rest. Our oldest son, our 16-year-old, is our home boy. He's our homebody. He just is comfortable sitting at home, reading, playing video games on his phone, laying in his hammock after school. That's what he loves to do, having plenty of time to relax. On top of that, he hasn't really been able to connect with many of the kids in his youth group. He's shy, so he doesn't open up that easily. And um, he feels like the other kids aren't opening up to him either. So I get it. He's tired and he, he gets a daily dose of youth group every day. And so we've had this back and forth discussion really for the entire school year up until now. But I had a breakthrough revelation this morning with him as I was thinking about the I am third perspective. So we were listing out the pros and cons of youth group, and we've done this before, but most of the reasons I noticed for the first time seemed self-oriented to me. You know what I mean? Like what's in it for me, and I'm not getting much from this, and you know, just talking about how it affects him. And that's fine, but I started to remind him of what he learned at Canna Cook last year. God first, others second, 
himself third. If you want a more detailed breakdown of how I get into this uh, in uh, the, the episode previous to this, I, I kind of define what the I am third perspective is. But basically, the perspective is very simply God first, others second, and then yourself third. I am third. And I asked him, how does looking at things from this perspective change things for him? If he actually stopped and started looking at things from the I am third perspective, how is this going to change for him? And, you know, honestly, I think it's a common perspective. It's natural for, especially for teens, to, to talk about what's in it for me and what am I getting out of this or what I am, am I not getting out of this? Um, we, we seem to be in a very self-oriented society and culture these days. Self, 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 me, 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 selfies everywhere, et cetera. And, and I'm just as guilty of it. I'm, per, I'm perpetuating it as well. And so I pointed out to my son that when you see things, you see youth group or anything else from an I am third perspective, it changes everything. You're going to be able to see, first of all, that you have great worth. You are God's creation. You're wonderfully made. You are made with unique gifts and talents that are valuable to others. You're going to experience a greater love from him for you when you begin to put God first. And maybe what you have to say or just who you are is something they could benefit from having an experience with. You know, experiencing you could be very beneficial to them because you are of high worth and value, just like they are. In other words, they are a better person for knowing you and having a relationship with you. And why would you want to withhold that from them? If your focus is, how can I serve others in my youth group? For example, you can begin to act and talk with purpose, with more purpose. Your confidence goes up at the same time. The I am third perspective says, God brought me to this church for a reason. In his example, he's put me in this church family. He's placed me here where I am, and I must have a greater purpose for being here. I'm struggling right now, yes, but that's going to change from this point on. You see, when you look at things from this perspective, you begin to see what you can do to contribute in any situation. In his case, since he finds that he's not making friends, how about overcoming your fear by entering in? to the other youth group kids' conversations and add something to what they're already talking about. And then maybe they'll open up to you. Most people would. They'd probably begin to include you in what you are doing and saying. Maybe they'll sense that they've been closed off to him. When you think about it, this is the perfect cure for overcoming shyness, the I am third perspective. With this approach, he may begin to realize that he has some things of value to bring to relationships, and he's going to be more bold about contributing to conversations. So switching the focus now to you and I, we are worth very much. God loves us boldly, extravagantly. We already know what we're worth, or at least I hope you do. If you don't, then listen to Who I Am in Christ, the free download at CourageousCommunity.com, and begin to realize whose you are and what he says about you. We are worth so much. We have so many great qualities, gifts, and talents that we can add and contribute to the world. God wants to use us to make his name great and to love others. Taking that very simple perspective and making that shift in perspective can open up a whole new world for us that we didn't see before. And that's what I hope you see. Ask yourself, am I taking the me first perspective 
or the what's in it for me perspective? If I am, how would that change? How would my life change if I took the I am third perspective? How would my relationships change? How would my business change? How would I approach my day-to-day and my life and specific things that I'm involved in or that I want to be involved in? How would that change the way I speak to others? Would I judge others and look at people differently and look at my value differently when I realize that I am third? You know, in some ways, the I am third is something that can make us feel less than and feel less important. But the ironic thing is, if we put God first and others second, we're going to realize how great he is. And we're going to realize how great he made us and that he made us more than conquerors and he made us strong and powerful with authority and he's given us that authority. But we also take our eyes off of ourselves and we put someone, something higher than us, at least two things, God and other people. You know, there should be an added boldness of knowing whose we are and what he says about us and what we do. We actually find it to be easier to make ourselves third. We humble ourselves and we can make ourselves third when we focus on other people and our God who loves us, our creator. That doesn't mean we let people walk over us, okay? That's not the point of this message and that's not the point of what Jesus is saying, of course. We are of worth, we are of value, so we're not going to let other people walk all over us either because there's people that are people pleasers. And actually, I'm talking to myself here. This is, I'm a people pleaser and I can really easily get caught up in the game of doing things to please others, but that actually puts me first, doesn't it? If we want someone to like us, then in actuality, it's me first, others second, and God third. Think about that. That's actually the reverse of what I'm talking about. So if we're, we think that we're putting others first when we're actually pleasing them and trying to please them, then we're putting ourselves first and others second and God third. And that's totally the reverse order. So put God first. Realize who he is and what he says about you. Put others second. Serve them. Serve them well with the gifts you've been given. And then put yourself third and watch your perspective change radically. I hope this is an encouragement to you. Let me know if it is or if it isn't in the Courageous community. I'm Eric Nordoff, and I will see you again on the next episode of CourageCast.